Welcome to the Rise of She, the empowering podcast that celebrates the unstoppable force of women. I'm your host, Prita Bolaki, and together we will shatter the glass ceiling, rewrite the rules, and reveal the extraordinary power within each and every woman. Join me as we redefine heroism demanding the world to acknowledge that the word hero is just an O without her. Discover with me how women can unleash their internal potential, demand equitable pay that reflects their true worth, vanquish insecurities, conquer work-life balance, and embrace profoundly fulfilled lives. If you like my podcast, Feel free to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook for an empowering journey like no other. Find me at Prita Bolaki and let's ignite the fire within. Disclaimer. The primary purpose of this podcast is to provide education. Information provided in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, prevent, treat, or cure any disease. Information given in this podcast must not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to as a basic for expert witness testimony or establishing standard of care in a legal sense. Trigger warning. Some experiences shared in the podcast may be triggering to some audience members. User discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an inspiring episode of The Rise of She. I'm your host, Prita Bolaki, and today we have a fascinating guest who has transitioned from a 20-year career in accounting and IT, working for multinationals in the UK, to founding the Conscious Leadership Academy. She traded spreadsheets for meditation, and now while pursuing a PhD in metaphysics, she is exploring the deeper meaning of existence. Join us for a conversation on the transformative journey from corporate life to conscious leadership and metaphysical exploration. Join me as we dive into the world of resilience, reinvention, and self-discovery. Get ready to be inspired by her solid determination and commitment to change. Welcome to the Rise of She with our amazing guest, Mrs. Bindu Bodanapu. Our topic today is the emotional journey of success. Stay tuned for insight that will ignite your own path to greatness. Welcome, Bindu. How are you? Hi, Preeta. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Bindu, tell us more about how did you go from crushing numbers to diving into meditation? Right. I have spent more than 20 years working in accounting, finance and IT, starting my journey as an accounts clerk in the UK. My path took a turn when I pursued ACCA qualification, which is one of the prestigious qualification in accounting in the UK. And later I moved into IT. I worked for many multinational companies in the UK. In the pursuit of true happiness, a genuine happiness, this is when I discovered meditation because I had some sequences of illnesses because of the pressures that the corporate life would bestow on you. So this is when I discovered meditation and this is where I found true happiness. So this is when I decided to leave the corporate world and become a life coach. I'm the founder of the Conscious Leadership Academy and the mission of this organization is to empower 
leaders to make a positive impact on humanity. And now currently I'm doing my PhD in metaphysics, exploring the deeper meaning of reality and existence. That's amazing. When did you start meditation? You've been doing it in your corporate life, I guess. Absolutely. So uh, my journey into meditation started more than five years ago. And um, when this is the true happiness, the bliss that we're seeking from external things is not found externally, but it is found within us. So this is what meditation gives you. And when I found the true happiness through meditation, my life has taken a 360 degree transformation. And this is what I wanted to spread to other people. So I've been conducting meditation sessions in my corporate world where I was conducting well-being sessions, where I was taking sessions on meditation and mindfulness as a means for regulating stress and anxiety. So what are the message or advice that you would like to share, especially with women? What is the one thing that you went through and you would like to share with them so that they are inspired? Many people might be in that same situation where you could give them a solution. Absolutely. So from my experience, being a corporate employee, I face a lot of challenges due to demanding roles. And it's very difficult to look after your own self and also your family. So stress at work does not stay at work, but it comes home along with you. So this takes a toll on your relationships and also, you know, the relationship with your own children, because, you know, children are very vulnerable until the age of seven, because their subconscious mind is wide open. And whatever behaviors we are behaving with the children are going to become their subconscious paradigms or the programming. So it is important for women to understand it's just not only work, but you know, we are actually creating an impact on our children. So conscious parenting is a must. So I would advise all the women to take time for self-care. It's important for them to prioritize their own well-being. Use techniques and tools, you know, that can regulate your emotions because whatever we're facing at work, we might not be able to express at work but we try to throw up those tantrums with our partners and children yeah. where you know there is a huge repercussion on the growth of our children yeah uh, that's so true but when you're saying conscious obviously many people when you're saying about conscious self-care and even me when I started my personal development and I was like self-care I thought that I need to do my hair or my nails you know and it was just like spending some time but self-care is more deeper than that is like having that time where you really feel at peace and relaxed and you know that you did how much you can so what are the one technique or tips you can give to these ladies because obviously we are in such an environment especially the corporate and working women that we have so many on our plate at work and coming home we still have a lot to do so what advice can you give to them i think one easy tip and a tool to use is meditation so self-care is not about you know just getting ready or or like you said, uh, doing your nails, but it's all about going within, understanding who you really are, introspection, and giving time for your own self. Just let go of any kind of expectation from other people and just be with yourself. You know, meditation is a great way. And you know, if you meditate every day, you're going to connect with your source and your source is your true resource. So just spend time meditating every day and you know, you're going to calm your mind. You're going to feel empowered after meditation. So 
I can talk hours and hours about this art yeah. and science of meditation. But in a nutshell, what I want to emphasize is self-care is all about you going within and connecting with your true self. And the easiest way to do that is through meditation. Many people think like meditation is something like you have to be very calm, great feeling and so on. But for people who never try it, what is meditation? Is it all that you have? Obviously, you have to practice, but it's also being calm and relaxed with yourself, right? So meditation is a tool to go within. So meditation is all about letting go of the thoughts in your mind. At average, every human being has about 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. So these thoughts are repetitive, self-sabotaging and self-limiting thoughts. So what happens is when you keep repeating the same thoughts in your mind, your thoughts gives rise to emotions and emotions gives rise to feelings and feelings gives rise to the experience. And we, we are into this vicious loop and your experiences becomes your personality and your personality becomes your personal reality. So in order for you to change the life you're currently living, you got to go within. There's nothing outside of you. Everything is within you. So meditation is a tool to go within. And I would say it's not going to be easy for somebody who is very logic minded and who is always thinking most of the time. It can be a little daunting, but I would say do not give up. Meditation is a way to calm your mind. The reason why we get drained every day is because we're losing that energy. We are energy beings and we lose that energy with every thought we are thinking. So if meditation is a way to gain that energy, when you go into meditation, you want to be thoughtless state. When you're in the thoughtless state, you gain energy. The cosmic energy flows through your body right from here and it heals each and every cell of your body. You don't have to be calm, but meditation is a means for you to become calm. So it's that conscious effort to put in to not think anything. But I know thoughts are natural. It's part of life. But don't be put off by that. Just think it's like a passing cloud. Let them go. Don't analyze the thoughts that's coming in your mind and just become an observer of your thoughts. That's how it is. Yeah, I think it's very important and you explained it very nicely. I remember doing meditation with you when you said that focus on your breathing. When I focus on my breathing, I can't think of other things because right now my focus is on, on my breathing and this is what I teach in mindset as well. You get what you focus on and I think that's very, very important. Thank you for explaining that and I hope that women listening to us will know that meditation is not about spending 31 hours to be very calm but it's also even doing it five minutes just for us to be relaxed and to be with ourselves. Absolutely. There should be a start somewhere, right? Ideally, they say you should be meditating for the number of minutes of your age. Say example, if you're 20 years old, 20 minutes, 30 years, 30 minutes. It's difficult for somebody who's never meditated before, but make a conscious effort to meditate. Cut down on your thoughts. So that's when you empower yourself. You have inspired ideas coming from your subconscious and the higher mind. So it is an amazing tool. That's so true. And as you know that I have the Kikas Body Movement and having a Kikas Body, which I believe is very, very important where you need that supporting friends, can be a mentor, a colleague, uh, a coach, whoever it is that encourages and motivates you to pursue your goals, help you to overcome your challenges and even celebrate your success. And that's very important. I wanted to ask you, who has been your kick-ass buddy throughout your journey? And in your opinion, why is having a supportive network or a kick-ass buddy important in achieving success? And especially that you move from the accounting world, the corporate world into the conscious world, the meditation world. So leaving a 
corporate job and going to your business, I'm sure there has been a lot of kick-ass buddies supporting you into that. So tell us a bit about it. I cannot emphasize how important it is to have a kick-ass buddy because we get ourselves into a state that we feel helpless, we feel lonely because we're not moving forward. A kick-ass buddy is somebody who plays an important role in our success. He or she is somebody who's there to motivate you and encourage you. I had many kick-ass buddies during my journey. I didn't have anybody during my corporate world, but I only came to know the importance of having a coach or a mentor when I stepped into the world of meditation and spiritual sciences. And I cannot emphasize how important it is. And a kick-ass buddy can be anyone who can help you to stay on track by holding you accountable and be responsible for your commitments. Everyone needs to have a goal. When I was in corporate world, I did not even know the meaning of having a goal, but it is so important for everyone to set a goal for yourself. And pursuing your career can be really emotionally draining. And a kick-ass buddy is somebody who can provide you a listening ear and offer you empathy. And it can also help you during the emotional highs and lows and also help you with your ambitious endeavors. So it's important that you have somebody to help you during your journey and also have somebody who can provide you valuable, genuine feedback because we are not perfect as we are moving from one career to another or you're trying to look for a better job. You need somebody who can give you a genuine feedback, give you a fresh perspective and offer you that valuable advice. So, you know, they might give you some insights that you've never even considered before and helping you to refine your strategies and also the approaches for your challenges. So it's important to have somebody, a friend or mentor or a coach or whoever it can be, but somebody who can offer you that genuine advice and help you lead you towards your goals. Yeah, definitely. And you know that in that journey that when I talk to clients and so on, they find it difficult to find that because sometimes because they've been heartbroken or they don't trust people around them. So what is that one advice that you will give them and how to break that for, for having that kick-ass buddy? Yes, sometimes we could be heartbroken, but you know, achieving success in more meaningful when you can celebrate it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Always have a buddy who can share your victories and also challenges. So, you know, try and find somebody who's proven, who's already shown, they have demonstrated their success. Do not go to anybody, but when choosing a mentor, be mindful that a mentor is somebody who can help you. So who has already proven their own success. So I would recommend you choose somebody wisely and then make sure that you invest into yourself. Most of the people think that I don't need a mentor. I can do it myself. But that is not at all possible. You really need the help of a mentor and also a supportive community. A community of people who are like you, who is on a journey. Your parents or your partner or your friends might not support you on your mission, but have a community who can genuinely inspire you and show you the way. That's so, so true because I myself was having mentors, but I thought that my head, my boss had to help me. But mm. I never genuinely go, like not even go and ask, like, can you be my mentor or can you be my coach? Until I did my personal development, then I realized that actually it doesn't matter what work you're doing. You can be a coach, but you still have to have a coach because the truth is that we all can achieve our goal but the decision you have to take is how much time it's going to take you do you want 10 years do you want two years do you want three years do you want to figure it about your own and to be frank we are both in the coaching sector the reality is that you never 
find the right answer until you hire someone. And you know that once you get that person who has that expertise, they will guide you. Absolutely. Absolutely. People think they can work on themselves and achieve their goals. I personally think it's very unlikely because when you have a coach or a mentor, you can take quantum leaps in your life. The amount of time you're spending on yourself could be five years, whereas if you're working with your coach, it could be six months to a year. So do you want to lose your time or do you want to really see that success? So it is so important for you to invest into yourself and see that success because we all have only 24 hours, right? So it is unlikely that anybody can achieve that success. Even the most successful people in the world always have coaches and mentors. That's right as well. And I I was uh, talking to a client last week and when doing her consultation, she was like, you know, I don't need any help from my professional life, but I do need help from my personal life. And my response was because at work, you do have a manager and the Mm -hmm. manager work is to make sure that you're doing the work. In your personal life, you do whatever you feel like. You have no one to guide you except that you want to get someone. So it's very important because we take for granted our personal life and we try to look for someone when we are at our worst situation. And yes. I think if we did, we don't achieve a goal in one year and two years or we have been planning for 10 years, we have to ask ourselves. So we are not doing the right thing. So who mm-hmm. can help us to do that? And I think that's why Ekikas, but is very important. It, it doesn't need to be a coach. It can be a friend, but someone who really going to give you valuable advice to achieve that goal. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. Also, as you know, that I always talk about corporate working women because I think that they have to work a lot on their personal and professional and it can be very challenging even if sometimes we see the smile on their face. They are very stressed and I'm sure you know that for your clients and so on. So what is the practical advice or insight that you will want to give to these women, these corporate or working women that is looking obviously to advance in their career as well, to be financially independent as well, but also have a good personal life. So what would be the advice that you can give them? From my experience, I like to advise women to strive for a healthy work-life balance because burnout can hinder both personal and professional growth. So set boundaries and prioritize your self-care. It's only when you're in the good state of mind, you can actually achieve anything in life. So look for a mentor who can offer you guidance and advise you based on their experiences and also a mentor who has insights and help navigate through your challenges and offer some valuable guidance in your career because it's not really possible for a working woman to manage her work life and also have a career growth. So it's always good to have a mentor and also networking with your colleagues and building your relationship with industry experts, mentors and also attending networking events, joining professional organizations and also connecting with people on LinkedIn platform are some great ways to build that network. Network is your net worth. This is something I've learned very recently because when I was in corporate world, I did not have a network apart from my own colleagues. But you know, it is important for you to really build your networks. 
So that is my piece of advice for women. Yeah, and it's true. You're saying the work-life balance. Obviously, everyone wants to have it. But, you know, being from a corporate world, I myself being from the banking sector, you know that we have to work and we work twice sometimes to show that we can do it. And it can be very overwhelming and exhausting in the sense that you know that you have to do twice to be seen as you are a hard worker or you're doing things correctly or for you to secure a promotion or to have an increase in salaries, for example. It's obviously changing because now there are more rights, laws and so on. But can you give an example you went through and how you manage that? That would be helpful to those listening to us today. Yes. So it can be very daunting because I had my own experience where I was hospitalized a few times because of the burnout and also the demands of the corporate world. So it is very important to be open with your manager if you do facing challenges and you're not able to manage your work. Always set boundaries, open up and speak up because, you know, when we don't speak up, we managers takes for granted that we are okay with the work that has been given, right? So it's important to be open and be very open with your communication. Prioritize your well-being and one of the most important things that I want managers to become our conscious leaders because it's only a conscious leader who can actually look after his own well-being and also look after the well-being of the team. If you're not conscious and if you're just working 24 by 7 or you know a bit of exaggeration there but you know working for more number of hours it will definitely take a toll on your health because the mind-body connection and you have immense power within you and you don't really need to slog so much you know if that is not a right job for you always be open to new opportunities the universe is abundant and you can get whatever job that is something right for you yeah i think you say that when you're saying abundance that's totally true because i've been hospitalized twice as well because of burnout working in banks so it's very important because we don't voice out and I was scared of voicing out or telling someone because they might be thinking I'm weak or I can't take responsibilities or how people will view me maybe you know um, because obviously they tell you to work hard but also to take care of your health yes. but at the end of the day what, what I didn't understand is I have to do both and I should have managed them and it can be difficult when you just started or you have only five six years obviously you start learning about it after 15 years and know how to work with it yes. and I think that's right when you're saying and advising managers to be conscious leaders because they are the one who help these employees to be better and to increase their productivity as well because if they do understand that you know the managers here is understanding what they're going through I think that's very important and you mentioned a very good point is about the conscious leadership and absolutely that's, that's so amazing this is what we need actually is to have conscious leaders because if we do have conscious leaders so a lot of thing will be in place at work and people will be going to work happily. Absolutely. Because one of the main reasons why people are going into burnout, anxiety, stress is because of the workload. And it's purely because, you know, the leaders, it's not effective leadership. There is no compassion in the corporate world. So this is where yeah. the hard qualities are not something being used in corporate world. It's more of the brain. So this is where the problem is. So we want leaders to become conscious leaders and look after the well-being 
his own well-being and also the well-being of the team. But uh, Bindi, if I may ask you, if someone listening to us is going through that burnout and don't know, what is the first step that she has to do to work on it? I think the first thing they need to do is probably an uh, important thing is self-care because, you know, the burnout can lead to many diseases later on. And because I work with many scientists like Dr. Bruce Lipton, Dr. David Hamilton and Dr. Shamnijian and many more, and everyone talks about how stress is a killer and stress can lead to any kind of disease even if you see the growing rate of cancer is really high now it's purely because of stress dr bruce lipton says the reason cancer is caused is because of stress and the matter of fact any diseases so it's important for women to look after their own well-being first prioritize your well-being first and then the job can be secondary so take time out if you're going through a burnout just take time out you know there's no rush for the job it is in a corporate world you can be signed off sick and you can take some time out and then heal your body first and then go back to work do not overindulge into working long hours because at the end of the day you know health is wealth that's the most important thing so true thank you so much Bindu. before we go obviously i want to ask you a last question what would be the one piece of wisdom that can help them sure i think coming from the metaphysical point of view because i'm doing my phd in metaphysics, I like to emphasize we as human beings have immense potential within us. But because of the programming that we had from our parents, teachers and society, we have this wrong belief systems that sometimes we don't even feel worthy of whatever success that we want to achieve in life. So I want you to recognize that you are an infinite being and you have all the potential within you. So start by recognizing and celebrating your strengths and accomplishments. Take time to acknowledge your abilities and boost your confidence during the challenging time. You know, every challenge comes to us as an experience and it's a passing cloud. It doesn't stay for long, right? So just be resilient and then view every challenge as an opportunity for growth. Every obstacle presents a chance to learn new skills and discover your inner strengths that you never thought that existed. So this is something that we all want to recognize. Success is always out of the comfort zone. Ensure that every challenge that's coming to you is a lesson and it is actually showing you something that you have not discovered within you so this is my piece of advice if i may ask how do you discover that say for example i moved from corporate world into entrepreneurship by setting my own company and i genuinely is an introvert i'm a bit of a shy person making myself visible in front of audience or the linkedin is completely out of my comfort zone but i have to break my barriers in order for me to spread my mission to help leaders to become conscious leaders I have to show up myself so going on LinkedIn lives talking about the information or the knowledge and expertise that I have is one way to break my barriers earlier even in the corporate world I never used to put my hand up or talk or express myself because I was limiting myself I was restricting myself I didn't even have confidence on myself right but now for me to achieve success I have no other choice but to really come out of the comfort zone and be visible and talk and express myself so this is a way to show your visibility and show that you we all have immense every human being in this world who's been born has immense power but it's only what is limiting us is our own mind i want every woman to come out of that lack mindset and show that abundance mindset universe is abundant you have every opportunity in the quantum field to become who you want to become yeah i love that i love that coming from the lack of 
mice and to the abundance mice. You beautifully say it. I think this is what we need. Thank you so much, Bindu, for sharing your incredible journey with us today. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us on this inspiring episode of The Rise of Shri. Remember, your journey is just as important. Stay tuned for more empowering stories. Until next time, take care and keep rising. If you have been inspired by today's episode, make sure to subscribe and follow The Rise of She to stay connected and never miss a moment of empowerment. Join me on Instagram and Facebook where we'll continue to fuel the flames of progress and self-improvement together. Find me at Prita Balaki. Remember, we are unstoppable forces bound to inspire and empower one another. Until next time, Frita says adios ladies, stay tuned for our next empowering encounter.